we got the alternative energy free autonomy and welcome to the radioactive show produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the community radio network hello today's radioactive show has been produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation their sovereignty has never been ceded on today's show i speak to two organisers who live on Dharawal country. I speak to them about the strong resistance springing up against the proposed nuclear submarine port pitched for Port Kembla, among other possible sites on the east coast, and also about local resistance against AUKUS more generally. First up, I speak with Kath Blakey, a Greens councillor from the Wollongong Shire. Following that, I chat to Mel Barnes, who's a member of the new group, Wollongong Against War and Nukes. Finally, we finish the show with an excerpt from an anti-AUKUS rally in Sydney, featuring a speech by Jem Rommeld of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. Uh, good morning, Kath. Thank you for joining us on the Radioactive Show. Um, now, you're a local councillor in the Wollongong, the Illawarra area. Um, would you be able to give us an introduction to yourself and a background to your connection to that area? Sure, yeah. I was born and grew up in Wollongong um, and for the last five years I've been a Greens rep on the City Council. Um, I did all my education here in Wollongong. My family, um, my mum moved here as a, as a teacher um, and my dad worked at the steelworks as a metallurgist. He, went, he was a cadet and he survived all the cuts in the 80s and, and then retired there um, like 35 years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, Wollongong is a really wonderful place, about 250,000 people on the coast, just an hour and a half south of Sydney. It's got a steelworks university um, and a but the health sector is actually one of the biggest areas of employment. Uh, yeah, and it's got a quite a vibrant community. I joined the Greens in my 20s um, when the war in Iraq was happening after the Tampa affair and um, Sandon Point was a local development issue that was quite prominent um, It when the state government sold off Sydney Waterland and was pushing a housing development on some um, sacred Aboriginal site a burial site there at Karaji. So, um, yeah, Wollongong's had a long history of anti-nuclear protest as well. Thanks, Kath. Um, yes, of course, um, it's Darawal country there and um, interesting to recall the struggle over Sandon Point um, and the land rights connected to that area. So you described that you've been on the council for five years and recently... Uh, the controversy around the proposed nuclear submarine port seems to have really come to the forefront. Um, would you be able to describe what that has that experience has been like um, in the last, is it 12, 18 months since the AUKUS announcement? Yes, I mean, there's been a lot of um, concern about AUKUS when we we had a senator a liberal senator that was ostensibly based in Wollongong Conchetta for Avanti Wells who was pushing to relocate uh submarines naval submarines to the port of Port Kembla um but then when we heard 
ScoMo announced the nuclear submarines. Um, there was, and then there was a leak published by the ABC that said Port Kembla was the most um, favoured location for it, particularly because we've got uh, advanced manufacturing skills here in the Illawarra, and it's a deep water port. Um, the other ones mentioned for the eastern seaboard were Brisbane and Newcastle, which are both estuarine systems, river systems, so don't have that deep water entrance as well. And there's been great concern from the Port Authority, from Ports New South Wales, which has been developing, which has developed a renewable energy hub um, proposal to look at how offshore wind can be um, constructed and, and um, deployed from Port Kembla. Um, and but the local so we've got um, state and federal labor reps and they've gone really quiet Stephen Jones the member for Whitlam in the southern part of um, our area was critical of AUKUS when he was in opposition and then and and critical of nuclear submarines but then um, the local member elected last year uh, in the federal member for for Cunningham um, would not be drawn at the time, she said, um, Alison Burns. She said that, um, you know, that there's no information about it yet. There'll be consultation. And and then when this latest information came out and Albanese signed the, you know, did all the fanfare about the AUKUS agreement, um, she organised a briefing with Assistant Minister uh, Matt Thistlethwaite to come to Wollongong and meet with some city councillors and union reps at at the council building um it it feels like we're shadow boxing mm. because they've been really reluctant to name it and they keep and they've been backpedaling a lot and i think that's because of the weight of opposition that's already come out um matt thistlethwaite said oh you know um Defence has limited resources. We're just going to focus on on um, Perth and what's happening over there, and then we'll um, and making those um, naval bases able to have the much larger American submarines. Mm. And and we won't make this decision about where we'll put an East Coast based until for another ten years. You're listening to the Radioactive Show, and I'm Emma Crunch. You're hearing an interview with Kath Blakey a Greens councillor from Wollongong. I asked Kath about the anti-war history of the Port Kembla port and local area. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, Port Kembla's got the great, um, um, got a metal sculpture on M- MM Beach, Metal Manufacturer's Beach, and it's right next to all the anti-tank devices that are along the beach there. Um, it's an area where a lot of the Aboriginal community um, were moved off um, during the war. Um and but just before in 1938, there was a British ship that came in to port at, at Jetty Number Four that was um, meant to be loading uh, scrap iron, pig iron, to take to Japan. And it led to this 10 week dispute where the wharfies refused to load it because of the, the Chinese um, Japanese war that was underway, concerned that it would be used on the Chinese um, civilian population. Mm. So and at the time, Robert Menzies was the Eternal General. He was furious. He was like, how dare these wharfies decide foreign policy, our trade policy? And um, there's this fantastic photo of Robert Menzies coming to Wollongong and a 1,000 people turned out to protest. 
and the police, um, he, he was um, meant to go and meet with the union leaders and he'd met with some city council officials and to get from one side of the street to the other, the police asked the unions, asked Trades Hall to um, give him safe passage and there's this amazing image of him looking very cowed and um, coal miners and wharfies all kind of like um, creating a a, um, a, a, a uh, cavalcade, like a, like a, like a, um, um, a line for him to, to be able to cross the street. And, and, um, and of course, um, people didn't back down. People made it clear that um, Wollongong is a town of peace and would, and refused to load that pig iron um, for, for Japan. Mm, wow, incredible. So you said that historically um, there's been a strong nuclear-free position and local council signed on to the ICANN um, statement. Is uh, it unanimously local council opposed to this current port proposal or is there some division? There is quite some division. It's been really disappointing to, to see our Lord Mayor talk about it being a jobs boost when we know most of the jobs, you know, it's... 368 billion over 30 years it's and and at most 20,000 jobs it's like you could get more jobs in almost any industry um with without the nuclear waste and without the um the threat of uh, escalation of military action um so it's um yeah it's it's still mm. it's contested on council mm, thank you and how about um, local opinion in community? I heard that there was a really rousing rally um, around May Day. Could you describe, um, share with listeners a bit about that day? So May Day is normally an annual march that happens through the Wollongong City Centre. This year it moved to Port Kembla for the first time, marched down Wentworth Street, the main drag of Port Kembla, and it was a call because... Um, the South Coast Labor Council has, has had a long anti-war position and an anti-nuclear position. And so um, there was about 3,000 people that marched down the main street of Port Kembla to say stop AUKUS and to oppose nuclear submarines, to say that Port Kembla is no place for a nuclear base. Mm. Uh, the uh, wharfies are really particularly concerned, you know, the people that work in the port and load the ships and 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 are opposed to it. They say you can't have yellow cake and renewable energy. And that the renewable energy um, transition for Port Campbell has been worked on for about 15 years. And so we're getting to a point where there's um, development work being done and it's it's getting closer. And it's concerned that this uh, defence base really puts creates an uncertain investment environment and puts that um, renewable energy at risk. Mm. So, yeah, yeah the, the the march was really great. It was really buoyant. It was quite diverse. There were comrades from Sydney and um, and there was a strong um, section of uh, the nurses' union as well and, and paramedics having um, there had been a recent um, 
terrible incident of a paramedic being stabbed and and um, dying on the job. Um, so there's there was a really staunch um, presence to say you know everyone should have a right to work safely and and also that includes our our international safety. Yeah, drawing those links between workplace safety and then the responsibility of harbouring nuclear submarines and even the implications for what that means internationally. Yeah, there was also a strong um, Indigenous contingent because we know there's been like long-held concern if they, we have nuclear submarines, then what happens to the waste? So often it's um, being imposed on communities, um, Aboriginal communities that don't want it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add, Kath, or it's really interesting to hear about some of your perspective on the ground in Wollongong? Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a really interesting um, challenge, the fact that the um, federal Labor government has um, kind of walked back from, say, from committing to where the nuclear submarine base will be because we know we've got they've got this contract really we have to stop AUKUS because otherwise the east coast the, the threat of a base will continue people aren't just concerned about the nuclear submarines they're concerned about AUKUS as a whole um and and it's been interesting to see in the march there was was quite a few labor rank and file members marching with their um placards that were um graffitied to saying stop AUKUS and, and no nukes and what's happened to Labor. So I think this is going to be an issue that's going to continue um, and and it's great to see groups like Wollongong against nukes and war, war sorry, Wollongong against war and nukes um, spring up to, to um, support community action over this. Mm, fantastic. And, yeah, heartening to hear that it's not a NIMBY, you know, um, type protest that's developing it's really broader to AUKUS and no no submarines at all no port should have to should host the submarines um, that's right not here not anywhere this is the radioactive show and that was Kath Blakey Greens councillor in the Wollongong area coming up my conversation with Mel Barnes an organiser with Wollongong against war and news Good morning and welcome to the Radioactive Show. I'm speaking to Mel Barnes um, from Wollongong Against War and Nukes. Can you introduce yourself, Mel, and tell us a bit about your connection to the Wollongong area? Yeah, hi. I um, am a member of Wollongong Against War and Nukes and I've been living in Port Kembla for about 10 years now. Um, and yeah, our group started a year ago when the former Prime Minister Scott Morrison named Port Kembla as one of the sites where a possible East Coast nuclear submarine base um, could be built. And so we obviously, you know, opposed this plan and we got together um, and started campaigning uh, to stop it. So we've had a few little actions and forums so far. Um, but definitely the campaign has really started to gather strength uh, this year. Great. And even in terms of thinking of the name of your group, Wollongong Against War and Nukes, I guess it clearly, it seems to go beyond 
uh, the proposal of a port, a, a, a submarine holding port at Port Kembla. Was that quite deliberate that it extended? Yeah, absolutely, because uh, we're fighting a campaign on two fronts. One is that we don't want a submarine, a nuclear submarine base in Port Kembla because of all the, the risks associated with that, um, you know, that will impact on us and our families. Um, but secondly, we don't think any other community, um, you know, in Australia should have a nuclear submarine base either. And and the whole reason that the government wants to build a nuclear submarine base is because they they want to build up, um, you know, towards a war with China um, and going along with the US um, with their dangerous rhetoric that, you know, we need to combat, you know, China's growing strength. That's what they keep telling us. So we we know that we have to, um, I guess, present the other side and educate the community that China is no is no threat to Australia. Um, there's no um, threat that China is going to invade Australia. We definitely don't need nuclear submarines. Um, the government wants to spend $368 billion of, you know, our money on this. So we need to um, oppose any new war um, and we also need to oppose, um, you know, nuclear that goes along with that. So the two really go hand in hand, nuclear and war. Yeah. Mm, thank you. And you said you've had some public forums and events. Um have you found that there's growing opposition to the port and then also those issues more broadly? Is it, I mean, it's it's challenging, it feels like, with bipartisan support for AUKUS and what feels like in mainstream media often not much critique of, you know, huge defence spending in the submarines. How have you found yeah. engaging with local community and people around the issues? Yeah, it's disappointing that the Labor government just went ahead with AUKUS without any public discussion and no debate. And uh, there's been very few Labor politicians who have spoken out against it. But, you know, the rank and file Labor members and Labor branches are definitely speaking out against it and they're passing motions. Like in um, Port Kembla, the local Labor branch and some of the other local Labor branches in Wollongong have been passing motions against AUKUS. Um, a lot of unions... Um, have stood up and are, are providing really strong leadership against AUKUS. Um, and there's lots of union branches um, that are passing motions against it as well, which is fantastic to see. Um, when we go out and talk to people in the community, you know, residents of Port Campbell and residents of Wollongong, um, I mean, nobody wants a US military base to be built in our town. It's a pretty easy argument to win. Um, nobody sees the need for it. I think um, people are a little bit, you know, worried about, you know, the, the, the threat of China, you know, the stuff that they've read in the newspaper or the headlines. I think that that does have an impact. Um, and I think it's really important that we get out and campaign um, to, um, to actually show that, yeah, there, there really is no threat. Mm, thanks. Um, and it sounds like one of your or the biggest recent events um, was a May Day rally or nearby May Day rally in Port Kembla. Um, mm. how was how was that day? Um, were you pleased with the turnout? And yeah, it was a fantastic rally. Um, it was wonderful because uh, the the traditional May Day rally that is held in Sydney, um, the organizers of that decided that they would combine with the Wollongong May Day rally and and bring everyone down to to Port Kembla. 
So we march through the streets of Port Kembla, which is, you know, we don't really ever have rallies in Port Kembla. So it was amazing. You know, Port Kembla is just a small suburb. And so the entire main street was filled, um, you know, with a couple of thousand people who came out. Um, and it was wonderful to see. We had people from Sydney and Newcastle, the Blue Mountains, Canberra. So everyone came um, down to show solidarity, which is so wonderful. Um, it was a really inspiring day. Um, quite a few people commented that it was the first rally of a new anti-war movement. Um, and it was such a great feeling on the day that um, it really shows, I think, um, yeah, a, a new opposition that's brewing um, against, yeah, any new war that might happen. Mm, fantastic. And it does sound like there's really active groups springing up all over the country. Um yeah, like, for example, uh, there's a group in Sydney, the Sydney Anti-Orcas Coalition, um, and they held a rally last night um, that I attended as well, uh, which was organised against the Quad meeting, uh, which actually ended up getting cancelled, but the rally still went ahead. Um, and the Quad was meant to be um, U US President Biden and the Japanese Prime Minister um, were going to come to Sydney to, to meet. Um, and so they organised a protest outside Sydney Town Hall. Um, so we had a range of speakers, um, yeah, around issues of peace and, and nuclear uh, issues. Um, and that was great. I mean, it drew a couple of hundred people and we marched, um, you know, through the streets of Sydney last night. Um, and I think it's really important to grow that campaign um, across the country. I know that there are also groups springing up in Adelaide, um, over in Perth as well, um, and in other places. So... I do think that this is a national campaign um, that's just going to keep growing. Yeah. Mm. Um, thanks, Mel. And what about um, going forward? It's interesting that it seems that the ALP is sort of stepping back from naming a port, perhaps because there's been such strong opposition. Um, what do you think for, I'm going to use the acronym WAWAN, um, what are your next steps, do you think, strategically and, and do you have any events coming up to kind of keep building that opposition? Yeah, we are going to focus on doing um, a lot of community building. So we are going to start a campaign of letterboxing and getting core flutes up and around Wollongong to, sh to make that public opposition really clear. Um, the government have, have said that they don't want to make a decision about where they're going to put an, an East Coast submarine base until the end of the decade. And I think the reason they're saying that now is because of the strong opposition against it um, and they're worried about what might happen um, at the next election if they push ahead with this. But we can't assume that it's not going to go ahead at Port Kembla. So we just need to assume that uh, Port Kembla is the location and we're going to campaign like that. Um, because we don't want to be caught out on the back foot um, if they if they do end up putting it there. Uh, there's always a chance that they might put it somewhere else, and in that case, we need to continue the campaign um, no matter where they decide to, to build it, um, and we need to make it really clear that um, we don't want it anywhere in the country um, and that we need to scrap the AUKUS deal completely. Um, that's that's really, um, you know, what has to happen um, to keep everybody safe. You just heard Mel Barnes organiser with Wollongong Against War and Nukes. And now we'll hear a clip from Sydney Anti-Orcus Rally held on the evening of Wednesday, 24th of May. 
And the speaker is Jem Rommeld, organiser with the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. And Jem also lives in the Wollongong area and is fighting the proposed Port Kembla submarine port. When Australia's nuclear submarines reach the end of their lives, they will, they will be high-level radioactive waste. Australia has no solution for this. The US and the UK, who have been doing this, they've had these submarines for decades already, they have no solution to this either. In the UK right now, there are 21 submarines that have finished service and are floating in docks, being kept alive, waiting for disposal. One of them has been floating for 43 years after being in service for only 20 years. Is, this, is the cost of this being factored in? Of course not. Is this radioactive legacy acceptable for future generations? Absolutely not. If Australia does not have a respectful and responsible pathway for nuclear submarine highly radioactive waste, which it doesn't, then this acquisition must not go ahead. Who will be left with the burden? We know who, it'll be remote Aboriginal land, just as the government has tried and failed for decades now to impose nuclear waste for decades already. I'm also proud to, to represent Wawan, Wollongong against Warren Nukes, and to be campaigning against the siding of, of the base at Port Kembla. Now, there are many reasons why we oppose this, but I'll just go into a couple. So long-range nuclear-propelled attack submarines are not about the defence of Australia. They are aggressive, they are inflammatory, and they are raising the likelihood of war in our region. They are a slap in the face to all of our nuclear-free Pacific neighbours. Housing nuclear submarines comes with new health risks that we have not faced before. Whoever, wherever there is nuclear fission, there is the risk of accidents major accidents. There's the risk of major accidents, but also for many smaller incidents that contaminate workers and release radioactive elements into the environment. The safety records of the nuclear submarine possessing states demonstrate clearly the regularity of these incidents, and that's just what's available in the public domain. My home, my friends, my family and community are in Wollongong on Durable land, and we, like so many others, are committed to stopping it. The submarine base will never be built in Port Kembla. Now there's three things, three key takeaways, and I want you to put your hand up and keep it up if this is something that you want as well. So firstly, no nuclear submarine base on the East Coast. In fact, cancel the nuclear submarine acquisition altogether. Everyone's hands are already up. Sign and ratify the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons. Yes. Okay, give yourself a round of applause. Thank you for being here. Let's keep organising. What we do will change the shape of things. In fact, it, it already is. Thank you. Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely. Let's get sad again. At the end of the show, you just heard Jem Rommeld, Director of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons in so-called Australia, and she was speaking to a Sydney Antiochus rally held on May 24th. 
Earlier in the show, I spoke to Kath Blakey, a Greens councillor from Wollongong, and to Mel Barnes, an organiser with Wollongong Against War and Nukes. A big thank you to my guests, and we'll stay tuned with their campaign. This has been The Radioactive Show, produced for 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. We give our thanks to the Anti-Nuclear Collective of Friends of the Earth for their ongoing support of our show. If you'd like to find our shows, you can find us on 3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive. Music clips in today's show are the song War, What Is It Good For? by Edwin Starr. I'm Emma. Thanks for listening and here's to a nuclear-free future. Get ready to add your support during our annual Radiothon. Stay tuned, stay radical. 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser, June 2023. To donate, call the station 03 9419 8377 or donate online 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2023. Stay tuned, stay radical.